And good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap for the fourth day of December already. Can you believe it? Well, it's going to be kind of steady temps throughout the rest of the today. We're at about 32 right now. We're going to rise to about 35. That's about it. And it's as calm as it's going to be over the period of the next several days. Anyhow. 95.1, the one. Our playlist goes on for days. Thank you. And so with that said, uh, for the rest of the today and tonight, tonight's going to get a little bit breezy out there. It's going to be some cool winds gusting as high as 30 miles an hour. We're going to cool off to around 32, so it's just going to be kind of a steady temp throughout the day. But tomorrow, things change. Chances of some, chance some rain and, and uh, maybe some snow flurries there. Cloudy skies, a high of about 41. Breezy, though, 15 to 20 mile an hour winds with gusts as high as 35. For tomorrow night, a uh, chance of rain and or snow, mostly cloudy with a low around Nine. That's right. Single digits are back uh, in the in the program here, and it's going to be gusty as well. Uh, winds as high as 40 miles an hour. Monday, much of the same. A high of only 15 with 35 mile an hour winds. Monday night, partly cloudy and low of five above with northwest winds five to ten. And then uh, keep your fingers crossed, though. Hopefully by Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to get get back into the 30s. But for the next couple of days, uh, it's going to be kind of treacherous out there. So in comes the wind chill and all that fun stuff. So just get ready over the period of the next couple of days for, obviously, cooler, more wintry temperatures. But with winter, everything comes hockey. And the last time I spoke to Paige Haley, uh, they're undefeated 4-0. Paige, welcome to the program. Hi. <laughs> um, you're Forno, and then you went to, I want to say, was it St. Cloud or Sartell? Yep, St. Cloud. We had a Thanksgiving tournament, and we played two teams up there. And you beat them both. Yep. Which was good. Um, were they, are they, I mean, were they, would you say, a, 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 another level? Um, they were, they were solid, solid double A teams but they weren't necessarily like the best teams we've played this year but it was still good games for us um so i felt like we got a lot out of that weekend so was it just two games or it was an actual tournament you won the tournament you got some trophy i don't know we don't get a trophy we've never been up there and won two games we've either split or we've lost both so this is the first time since i've been on the coaching staff where we've won both games friday saturday um we played sartell Sock Rapids, um, and then played a St. Cloud. They're a co-op team, so I'm not sure what they're co-opted with. Probably the private school up there, but uh, that game was better. Um, but I thought felt like the girls got a lot out of it, so it was worth our time for sure. Sure. Well, and I mean, you had come off that win on that Tuesday night prior to that, and uh, then you had Thanksgiving. Yes. So I don't know if that had anything. You know, did they come out on? Was it Friday? They played Friday, Saturday, was it? Yeah, Friday, Saturday. So we had a game on Tuesday, had a practice Wednesday morning, and then they were off for Thanksgiving, and then we went to St. Cloud. Right Friday back at night. it. Yep. And then so, well, you, you, you shut them out, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. And then 3-1 to one against St. Cloud, so it's it sounds like it was a fairly well-rounded. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I felt like, like I said, we got a lot out of it, and it was worth our time. So um, it's always nice to play double-A schools that, you know, just give you a solid game. You know, our conference is a little weaker, so um, we just try to fill our non-conference games with as much good competition as we can. Right. And then uh, Tuesday, this is a week ago Tuesday already, um, you went on to Lakeville. You went to Lakeville Ames Arena in uh, Lakeville North this time. Mm So you had already had a a really great game against Lakeville South. You won that at home. Now you go to Lakeville North. Before we say anything, (laughs) what were you anticipating when you were going up there? Were you 
do you consider North to be just as crafty as South, or what was your yeah, initial thought? Yeah, I feel like any team in that South Suburban Conference, they're all kind of similar, very solid, heavy teams. Um, so I wasn't going into it thinking, oh, we've got to win, or oh, we're for sure going to lose. I didn't know what was going to happen, especially after playing Lakeville South this year, because in the South Suburban, lots of teams split. They'll play twice, and one team will win once, and the other team will win the other time. So um, we actually get another chance at Lakeville North in the holiday tournament, but we uh, we came back again um, in the third period, tied, and we went into an overtime, and you know, I thought we were going to get away with it. I felt like the best we played in that game was in our overtime, but they got a really clean goal on Maggie. And, you know, I know it's a good goal when Maggie's not even super upset about it. Yeah. She's like going, yeah. She's like, was, yeah, that was, that was pretty legit. That was a good shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was funny because it took, uh, I mean, it was 0-0 in the first period, I think, until like the 16-minute mark. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Maya Miller, I believe, scored the first goal. And that was 16 minutes in the, I mean, Mm -hmm. that period was almost over. Yeah, right, exactly. And we, you know, we, we won the period and I felt like our first period was, it was decent. Second period was not great. We had a little chit chat between the second and third period. And, you know, my team seems to be able to thrive off of, you know, coming back when they're, which is a great thing. You know, if they have a bad period, it doesn't necessarily mean that the game is going to it's over you know right. they they can kind of reset and come back with a different game plan each period which is great well it must have irritated them well i was, well, I was gonna say you got outshot that night too though 31 oh, to 16 yes. i mean they they out they dealt yeah they all shot you by two yeah they did was that were they in your zone all night i was felt it? like well i'll be honest our team we were a little we were struggling we had a couple of our top players out um I feel like everyone's sick right now (laughs) or hurt. So we weren't necessarily full strength as a group, so we were kind of pieced together already. Um, But I felt like their game plan for sure was to get as many shots on Maggie as possible. So, um, But, you know, Maggie handled that well, as she usually does, and um, it's good. Probably knocked her save percentage down a little bit, but still, she's above 900. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, then uh, you uh, you went down to, down to Austin. Apparently, you guys were mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and not, I'm, I'm guessing the third period was a running clock? Yes, it was a running clock. Um, I didn't know what to expect for that game either because they only lost to Mankato East 3-1, to one, like, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so I felt like, oh, they've probably got a decent crew, but, you know, when my group is on it, they're on it, and, you know, the gas pedal is down the whole time, which, you know, we kind of needed something like that, I think, um, and so we had, you know, Ayla had a hat trick, Mia Miller had a hat trick, Oh, <laughs> Kira Hoskins got her first goal, which was super fun, so those games are, you know, every once in a while are okay. Nine to nothing, in case mm-hmm. you're wondering what the score was. Yeah. I mean, it was a total... Shut down. It was yeah. ridiculous. Um, but so two hat tricks in that in that game. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, at, at what point? How do you how do you coach that? I mean, you're up that hot big, right. and 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 you know they're going to go to running clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you going into a stall? Well, so I guess our message from the coaching staff going into the game in between both periods when we were you know it was three zero after the first, six zero after the second. Um, is we're worrying about ourselves because we have goals as a team and 
we know what those goals are and they're way above and beyond beating Austin 9-0, you know. So the habits that we try to have them implement during games like that are still the same when we play a team like the Lakevilles, Farmingtons, or, you know, better double-A schools. Um, and I feel like our group gets that, and especially with my leadership with Cambria and Maggie, um, they're really good about, you know, having that mindset and having the mindset of, you know, this is kind of a dress rehearsal for games later in the year. So there's not a slowdown of the game at all? No, I, no, I didn't feel like that you know, when we played them. And sometimes it, it is hard because those, sometimes those games can turn into that, but for whatever reason. Do they, I mean, do they slow their approach down to the game at all? Like, so instead of taking a wild shot or, you know, making a move or something like that, they may pass more or. I felt like we, we had the puck on our stick basically the whole time. So we did a good job of puck possession and, you know, using teammates passing. And I'm pretty sure there weren't, any goals that were unassisted so we did a good job of so a game like that i'm sure you can get some of the underclassmen and and some of the other players in the game yes so you know we've had a really tough schedule so far and our you know our bench has been a little shorter so during a game like an austin game we were able to roll three lines roll 5d which is nice because it gives those younger players opportunities to to play and you know I think the girls that are more of our starters they enjoy that they enjoy seeing their teammates get to play with them and you know give them opportunities I gotta think uh, and, that, and also the the main starters I mean they're still gonna be rotating through through I'm guessing mm-hmm. but so it kind of keeps them fresh too yes. throughout the game yes yes keeps their legs and you know um I think it, it it doesn't look as ridiculous as the score sounds right you know but it's just it's fun to watch um, our better players, like they are just so good, <laughs> and you just watch them, and um, they make everyone around them better. Those younger kids too. You were supposed to play Mankato West here at home today. I was looking forward to going to a hockey <laughs> game, but apparently uh, that's been postponed. It has. It's turned into a JV game, which is great for our JV group. Um, apparently, their goalie is hurt, and they they basically begged. <laughs> Like, please don't play us. We, we're not ready for that. And so, are they? Are they, they have like ten players or something. Or? I, I think their bench is short, and their better players some are out. So, more of a JV squad, which is totally great. Are they I, bringing the team, or, or they, they only have one team because they don't have a JV group. So, oh wow, we basically, you know, they're already not a strong group this year to begin with. From Mankato West, that's mm-hmm, surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Any indication as to why they don't I have enough players? Just, I think they just sometimes programs, especially in southern Minnesota, they just have like a couple years. It really depends on their youth program and how strong it is uh, with you know their twelves and tens. And if we if girls you know girls hockey if they don't get enough out, it will affect the high school group hmm. for a couple years. So well, that's kind of a bummer. So are, bummer. Some, are, are some of your varsity players going to play today too? Like, no, 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 <laughs> no, not nope. not any of them. Nope. Not even like the the people that get in once in a while. Well, or? we do have, I would say, you know, our younger players that kind of we piece in um, for a period. You know, they can play four periods. So there are some players on JV that they play their three full JV periods, and then maybe we sneak them in for a period. So there are a couple of those players, but um, this will be a full game for them, which is how's well, how big is the JV team? Our JV yeah. team. 
We have um, six forwards, 40, usually five. One won't be playing, so 40, and then our goalie. So it's pretty small. Small. You got 11. So it's, yeah, it's not bad. But um, So that's this afternoon. What time is the JV playing, do you know? 7.15. Oh, so it's a normal game for them. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's actually kind of a spotlight game for yeah. them, if you will. <laughs> um, and then you get to go play your alma mater. That's coming up on mm-hmm. uh, December 9th against Red Wing. What do you, uh, what do you know about Red Wing this year? Um, I know that they're down a little bit this year, too, um, which, you know, that's not a great thing for... It bothers me because we were just so good when I was in high school, and the program was so strong, and, you know, it's kind of taken a dip, which is hard to watch, but, you know, it is what it is. I hope that they can get their youth numbers up down there. It sounds like that's where they're struggling. And then you got Rosemont on the road, and then you were, again, supposed to play a fairboat team that apparently has not been able to put together a team or a squad or something. I know that they were trying for a JV team like they did last year, but they they didn't even have enough to field the JV team. It's just a bummer. Like Southern Minnesota, this is where we struggle. This is where hockey isn't as strong. So um, it's not a a good thing to see. I don't want to see teams, you know, fold and... It's hard to watch, right. yeah. So then, uh, then, uh, then it's uh, you must be going to a tournament or something that, because then you end up with Maple Grove on the twenty first. Is that still going on? Oh yes, yes it is. So <laughs> Rosemont and Maple Grove, those will be probably two of our toughest games this year. But you know, so that's kind of that's what's hard is you go from when you're in the Big Nine, you go from playing, you know, Austin Red Wing, and then you go turn right around, and now we're going to play Rosemont Maple Grove. So. Um, like I said, like when we play those big nine teams, we have to keep playing the way we are playing so that we don't go into a Rosemont game kind of flat-footed. Well, again, you you did lose that one in overtime against North, but it sounds like it was a, I mean, just like I say, looking at the at the box score and everything, the way things got scored and stuff like that, it seemed like it seems like it was a fairly it uh, was uh, it com- was really highly competitive. It was game. yes, it was. So you got to be kind of optimistic and happy about yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. a great game. We learned a lot from it, and like I said, we get to see them again in the Christmas tournament. So I think the girls are looking forward to that. So you there? Okay, so we got a. Uh, so is that Maple Grove? That is that considered the Christmas tournament or no? No, that is just a regular season game. Christmas tournament is the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth. Okay. Up in uh, Farmington. Okay, so that's that's a little different. That's not on the schedule either, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you already know who you're playing. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Then, like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose or whatever. It's not like a tournament tournament. It's you just well, it is a tournament. I think that they go off of a point system for that. But we already have predetermined opponents, and uh, the Farmington coach kind of, you know, in the summer asked me who I wanted to play, and I said I want to play you guys. I would like to play Lakeville, and um, we're playing East Ridge first, uh, Woodbury. So. They and they're a decent double A program as well. So it's going to be three heavy, tough games for the kids. And by the thirtieth, they're going to be exhausted. But <laughs> <laughs> three three hockey games in a row like that, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. But you know, I feel like uh, we've worked really hard to keep our legs under us and have endurance. So it'll be a good test for that. Great start to the season. You know, congratulations on the, the to, to the to players as well. I know you you coach. You're not on the ice and. Uh, I mean, you're bringing the inspiration and the and the attitude to the to the team, but the team's actually conducting the work and mm-hmm. doing the work. So, mm-hmm. uh, congrats to you and to them, and good luck to you in the future. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us again, Paige Haley, head coach of the Northfield Raiders girls hockey team. We'll have more coming up for you right here on KYMN.
Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. The holidays are right around the corner. Time to look at your Christmas list. Do you have some hard-to-shop-for people, your spouse, kids, or grandkids? Consider a LASIK gift card and give the gift of sight. Who knows? LASIK just might be the present you decide to give yourself. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. The buying and selling process of a home can be intimidating, so let an experienced local Professional Pride Realtor help. Good morning. Good morning. This is Paul. Hey, Paul. Jim. Jimmy LaRue, how are you doing? Jim. Doing well. Yourself? Doing well. We'll uh, we got another com- couple of commercials, and then uh, we'll be ready to, to rock and roll. Thank you, sir. Hold on. For a new home or considering remodeling your current home, Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money, especially before the holidays. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines have many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular-sized school buses, and motor coaches. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you. Benjamin Bus and Northfield Lines offer on-site training and testing along with wages up to $21 an hour. No experience necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. And welcome back to a Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister. We cover all the sports and highlights and activities for the Northfield Raiders. It's about 19 after 10 o'clock. We're at about 32, going to 35 today. And then tonight we're going to get some breezy, breezy conditions cooling off tonight around 32. Tomorrow, just breezy, gusts up to 35, a high of 41. Tomorrow night, it's going to cool off all the way down to 9 degrees with 40 mile an hour winds. Throughout the overnight, sunny skies and a high of 15 for Monday with gusts as high as 35 miles an hour. So uh, enjoy what you can today. It's going to get a little nasty in the next couple of days. 
20 minutes after 10, let's get back to our Raider Wrap coming to us live from somewhere, probably from the parking lot. Uh, Paul Eddy, head coach of the girls' basketball team. Paul, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, I was going to say, you've got to get on a bus here uh, shortly. Uh, where are you at? Are you still at the house? or? No, I, yeah, I'm still at the house. We've got uh, we, Our bus takes off about 11.30 this morning, so... We've got a little bit of time yet before we head to Mankato West for a big game today. What's going on with Mankato West? What do, what do you what do you know about them this year? Have you had a chance to look at them? Is there any tape on them? Yeah, yeah, we've seen them. Um, on, in their their only game was against Rochester Century. They uh, beat Century by ten Thursday night. Same night we were playing Faribault. Um They don't have a lot of depth, but the players that they do play are really talented. So. They're, they promise to be one of the better teams in the Big Nine this year. They, they do have a couple of really good players coming back from from a year ago, so they, it'll be a, a very good challenge for us today. Speaking of Fairbowl on Thursday night, that again, uh, seventy-seven to forty-three, was it that dominant of a performance by your team, or, or how did that, that was that was quite the quite the uh, offensive attack for the girls. Yeah, our, our players did what we asked them to do, and uh, Faribault is down. They um, they have they have zero seniors and only two juniors, so they are really young and very inexperienced. Um, just trying to rebuild the program there, and uh, first year head coach, so they're trying to learn a new system, and um, and so we caught them at a at a good time for us, and we executed our game plan very well. We were able to pressure them into some turnovers. We were able to. Uh, to get the types of shots that we've been really working on getting, which is primarily getting to the basket on, on penetration and passing to cutters, uh, and then hitting open three-pointers on the perimeter. So uh, we executed our game plan very well, and you know we had a ton of girls step up and, and score points. I think we had 13 different players score points. Seven of them scored their first varsity points of their career. Um, which is just kind of unheard of that you'd have that many different players get their first varsity points in one game. But uh, it was a whole lot of fun. The girls were cheering for each other. There was just a lot of joyfulness. And then when those younger girls were scoring their first points, the compassion, the the girls were just exploding off the bench, the the more experienced veterans. And um, just a fun, fun atmosphere. It was great to have fans back in the stands. So, yeah, it was just a a great way to start the season for us. I, I, if I'm looking at this right, did, did did you get everybody off the bench? I think you got everybody off the bench into the game, right? Oh yeah, yep. Everybody that was uh, healthy and and dressed was uh, was a part of the game, and and I th- and everybody scored except for one of our regulars. Actually, uh, was the only one who didn't score, and um, that's because she never took a shot. But she had a bunch of rebounds for us and did a did other things. So yeah, we had. I think we had, like I said, 13 different girls who scored, mm-hmm. including four eighth graders. So it was, it was really fun. And it looks like Lenski had 13, uh, Eddie had 10. So you had a couple of uh, people in the double digits there to help contribute and as well. Times also had 13. And those three promised to be kind of our, our leading scores over the course of the year, um, just being the most experienced players that we have. But we've got a ton of um, of juniors and sophomores that are just – very good athletic players and can also come in. And if you leave them open, they're going to score. So uh, I like that dynamic about this team. We're not going to have one star that, that scores all of our points. We're going to be, we're going to distribute the, the scoring 
pretty evenly, um, and a lot of girls are going to get a chance to play. What's your strength? Are you inside, outside, three-pointer? Yeah, we're pri- we're primarily a perimeter team. Um, we we've got a lot of guards this year, which is is nice problem to have because it's going to be very difficult for teams to press us a lot because we have good ball handlers who see the floor well and can move the ball and, and get it into the right hands. And, and we're going to try and play pretty fast, especially on offense, try and get it up the floor and find the first open good look. Um, but, yeah, I would expect us to shoot a lot of threes this year. We're hoping to shoot a lot of threes, a lot of layups, and a lot of free throws. So <laughs> how, are, how, how about in the paint? Are you, do you see yourself as maybe struggling a little bit there against you know maybe some other bigger teams or something like that, or do you think it's pretty even all the way around? No, that yeah, that's that's definitely our area uh, of weakness. Is we just we don't have a lot of size. We don't have anybody at six foot or taller. Um, we we've got um, like I said, we've got a lot of guards, uh, but we don't have a lot of size. So Abby Thompson is a senior who will. You know, who's doing her best to, to fill the post for us, um, but she's undersized for a post. And when we see really good uh, post players from other teams, it, it, it's going to take a team effort to figure out how we're going to be able to uh, slow those types of players down. And we will we will see one today who's pretty good. We'll see one on Tuesday against John Marshall who's really good. She's going to Indiana on a full ride, so she'll be in the Big Ten in a year from now. But uh, we got to try and figure out a way to stop her. And, and we are we are starting a lot of guards, and so the, the interior game is certainly going to be the question mark for us. How we're going to handle that? And then throughout the rest of the season, do you see any other teams that uh, you know? I mean, you played John Marshall twice, so you've got that going on. You got Mankato West twice, so you got two big forwards. So you're going to figure out something today how to how to kind of defend that. Are you you're thinking about it like a, a double team, a zone? What, what's your thought process? We're going to try a few different things. Um, we'll, we'll try our matchup zone uh, at times. If we're if we're needing to collapse more on the bigs, we can also uh, just double team and dig when needed. And and sometimes we might just have to surrender the fact that we're going to give up some points so they're big, and then make sure the rest of the players don't uh, don't contribute also. So from a percentage shot percentage, so you put a lot a lot of shots up from the perimeter. How, during practice, you've had a couple of weeks of practice, so I'm sure you've had an opportunity to maybe see that, and maybe you have shoot around drills and different things like that. What's what's our what's our percentage ch- uh, chances for you know putting up that many shots in the perimeter? Well, it's still a it's still a growth mindset in that area that uh, you know we shot seven of twenty five from the three point line against Faribault, so that's not a huge percentage. It's twenty eight percent. But I think it's our best chance to, uh, to you know, be effective. And the other thing about missing three-point shots is oftentimes those rebounds are a little unpredictable. And even on the ones we miss, if we're chasing the boards down the way we should, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to get an offensive rebound on a perimeter shot than it is an interior shot. So even though we miss some, we know that they're coming, we know when they're coming, and we can go crash the boards. Uh, and, and get that ball back and, and get another try at it. So uh, that's kind of been one of our themes is to is to you get a good look, we expect you to shoot it. 
I was just because that was that with the direction I was going with the the team not having a big uh, on the inside is rebounding. So, but your your philosophy is okay. That shot goes in the air. Attack the boards. Yep, we're chasing it down. We got a lot of scrappy players. We may not be real big, but we're aggressive. And uh, you know, our, our leading rebounder the other night against Faribault is Samantha Imes, our three-year starting point guard. Um, you know, and but she's just scrappy and she goes to the ball and she is aggressive and strong. Once she gets her hands on it, it's going to be hers. So we've got a lot of players that are like that who are just tenacious and they're going to they're going to go get the basketball. Looking at your Big Nine schedule uh, throughout the who's who's who do you need to be looking out for more than other? Uh, do you feel that Northfield has a chance to get to that Big Nine championship, or is, is there somebody else in the Big Nine that you're you're looking at? No, I, I would say we would be hoping to to uh, be getting close to the top half is kind of uh, would be a, a very good accomplishment for us this year. Uh, just because of our inexperience. And uh, the the good teams are Austin and John Marshall. Uh, I would have actually said John Marshall first, but Austin beat him the other night, so I hmm. guess I probably need to consider them. Um, but they're, you know, Mayo won the conference last year. They're always good. And Cato West, we've already talked about that's our game today. They're, they're really good. And then Mankato East is probably – right up there with JM and Austin. So, uh, cause they've got everybody back. So there's a ton of really good teams, uh, really Northfield and, and Rochester Mayo. If you look at the big nine are the only two teams that really lost any of their top players last year. We lost 80% of our scoring to graduation and, and Mayo lost a lot of their good players, but they've got more coming. And, and then everybody else like Mankato East, they had three all conference players and they're all back. And, and so they've got a point guard and a good shooter and a post. Uh, so there's there's a lot of really good teams in the Big Nine, and uh, we're reloading a little bit. So it's going to be a challenge at times for us this year. I was going to say, I mean, you a great victory against Faribault on, on Thursday, and now you go up against one of the contenders with Mankato West today. Uh, this will be, I'm, I'm guessing, kind of a scale. This will help balance and just kind of find out where your team is at. Uh, that's exactly right. I, I'm really looking forward to today's game to see how we compete against one of those top-tier teams in our conference. Um, and whatever, regardless of the outcome, whether we upset them today or, or get beat handily, we're going to learn from it. We're going to grow. And the next time we play Mankato West, we expect to do better than we did today. Are you allowed to eat on the bus yet? <laughs> um, y- yes and no. As long as you... Yes, we can have some some snacks on the bus, but the masks have to to stay pretty close to the to the nose and mouth. Is, is the expectation on any transportation publicly, as you know? So, um, yep, they can sneak something in, but they're supposed to keep their masks on. So, if you get on the bus at eleven thirty, you're going to be down there around twelve thirty, twelve forty-five, is my guess. And then the game isn't until four. Is there a JV game today too? Yep, we've got we've got three games today. There's a C game. Uh, JV game and then a varsity game. So okay. our, our 8th and ninth graders will play first, followed by our JV, uh, and then the varsity is at 4. Do you all have to be dressed and on the bus, or do you get to go to the locker room? Nope. We, we've got access to a locker room, so the girls can come in their sweats and, and comfortable clothes, and, and when it's time to prepare for the game, then they go into the locker room to get ready. Well, very good. 
Paul Eddy, head coach of the Northfield Raiders girls basketball team. Thanks for joining us today, Paul. Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, yes, sir. And good luck to you and the uh, Lady Raiders. And, uh, you know, just play them tough. And, you know, defense can win. Defense wins, you know. So get get out there and get them, man. Thanks, Coach. Uh, That is Paul Eddy, head coach of the Northfield Raiders girls basketball team. They will have a contest this afternoon at 4 o'clock in Mankato at Mankato West High School. They're 1-0 on the season. So let's see if they can get another notch in that W column. We're about 28 minutes in front of 10 o'clock. We've got an interview coming up with A.J. Reister and... Spencer Klotz boys hockey team coming up. And we'll also be uh, broadcasting Tuesday. We'll be having the, the Raiders hockey game. That's coming up. We'll have more information on that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned to the Raider Wrap right here on 95.1, the one. At Johnson Ryland Homes, we take every piece of the house and we customize it just for your needs. One example of that would be our custom cabinets. Instead of picking cabinets out of a catalog that are certain sizes, we actually get to know you and how you use your kitchen, and we design a kitchen cabinet that is a system that is exactly for your needs, exactly how you use your cabinet, and there's no wasted space. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Borrowing money is a big deal, but Community Resource Bank is ready to help. Whether you're buying a car, purchasing a home, or fixing up your existing home, Community Resource Bank has answers for all your loan and mortgage questions. As an integral part of the Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville communities, Community Resource Bank offers online solutions for business, residential, investment, and other lending products. Community Resource Bank. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Santa here reporting from Northfield Ford Chrysler. Ho, 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 and happy holidays. Northfield Ford Chrysler's Big Finish 2021 is happening now. Come enjoy 0% on almost every new vehicle we have in stock. Remember, the best gifts don't always fit under the Christmas tree. Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Open six days a week, located on Highway 3 here in Northfield. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Northfield Ford Chrysler. Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! Welcome back to a Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister on this Saturday, December the 4th. It's the 338th day of the year and there's only 27 days left. So hold on to your hats, boys and girls, because it's going to get breezy and chilly out for the next couple of days. We're going to warm up to about 35 today, cooling off to 32 only tonight. And then for tomorrow, chance of rain and snow, mostly cloudy, a high of 41, but breezy southwest winds, 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up over 35 miles an hour. For tomorrow night, it is going to cool off fast. Mostly cloudy, a low of 9. That's right, 9, with the winds out of the northwest. 
20 to 25 with gusts 40 miles an hour tomorrow night. So be careful with that. Lots of wind chill factors coming into play there. Monday, you're going to have plenty of sunshine, but it's only going to warm up to about 15. And that wind is going to continue out of the northwest to howl with gusts as high as 35 for Monday night, cooling off to 5 above. Northwest winds calming ever so gently down to about 5 to 10. Tuesday is a 40% chance of some snow, mostly cloudy, a high of 20 so it's going to warm up a little bit. Uh, light southeast winds, so the winds are going to shift. For Tuesday night, 40% chance of some snow in the evening. Mostly cloudy, cooling off again around 10 with very, very calm, calm winds. And then on Wednesday, partly sunny, warming back up to 27, cooling off to 19. And on Thursday, mostly cloudy, a high of 37. South wind. About 15 miles an hour. And for Thursday night, it looks like cooling off around 20. And Friday, there's a chance of some snow, but mostly sunny and a high of 32 for Friday. Let's uh, hope we get through the next couple of days, at least, with the, with the breezy temperatures, 35 and 40 mile an hour gusts. So tomorrow is going to be extremely blustery and wintry. So take uh, your necessary precautions. We're at about 23 before... 11 o'clock right here on KYMN. Let's check in with my man, A.J. Reister, and his interview with Meet the Raider with Spencer Kloss. A.J., what you got going on? Welcome back to the Raider Rep on KYMN 95.1. The one, I'm A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022. Here along today with hockey captain Spencer Klotz. Spencer, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. We'll start off with some get-to-know-you questions. How's school been going for you so far? Uh, it's been really easy actually this year. Um, not a lot of homework. I mean, there's a couple assignments a week, but other than that, um, it's going really smooth. That's good to hear. What kind of classes are you taking this year? Um, taking, there's like three, three classes that you have to take for my first semester. And then I got, I'm taking sports psych, Spanish, study hall I have, and then, yeah, so... Yeah, that's a pretty easy schedule as of now. That sounds pretty nice. That sports psychology classes, it's pretty fun. It's kind of interesting what to hear what they have to say about that and kind of relate it to sports. So. Yeah, it's kind of weird how how much stuff they actually like goes into it and how how effective it is if you actually put it to the right use. Yeah, it, it's really interesting stuff. What other sports are you in outside of hockey? Uh, I play lacrosse in the spring, so I'm looking forward to that season. It'll be good to go, but. Obviously, you take it one sport at a time, and hockey's hockey's the main focus right now. Yeah. And you're a captain of the lacrosse team, too, as well, right? Yep. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what do you do outside of school and sports? Um, honestly, just hang out with friends. I'm, the normal, I'm a normal high school student, so hang out with friends, mess around, honestly. Uh, I, go to, I help out with a lot of younger kids, yeah. but other than that, I mean, I'm a normal high school student trying to Trying to get through high school here. Yes, it's living your best life, right? Yep, there yep. You go. And then what are your current plans for next year, your senior this year? Are you looking at going to college, looking to go straight into work? What's kind of your plan right now? Uh, the plan for right now is uh, I'll go play juniors next year. Uh, I'm undetermined where I'm going to go. But, uh, yeah, I'll go play juniors for a year or two, and then I'll, I'll go play college hockey after that, hopefully. There you go. So kind of, what, what's kind of that process? Because I haven't heard of that pathway before. So what is, what is the juniors thing that you're talking about? Yeah, so juniors is uh, a bunch of people like 16 to 20 years old, 17 to 20 years old. And um, since, I guess, high school to college is just such a big step because you can redshirt. You could be a mm-hmm. redshirt freshman in college and being 21 years old and you'll be a freshman technically. 
So uh, that's just kind of like the, the step in between. That's the process. A lot of people take it. Probably, I would say, over 90% of people take that junior step at first. You know, a lot of colleges won't take you just because it's it's the experience of the physical hockey. And mm-hmm. obviously, like, there's fighting and all that stuff. So you got to be able to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's the process of it, basically. You just go, you go build it with a family if it's far away for eight months out of the year or whatever. And you play uh-huh. a full schedule. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So you fully get up and move to, like, a different state. And are you, like, living with a family? Are you living in, like, a college-style dorm kind of thing? Or what is what is that kind of about? Yeah, so uh, obviously it depends where you go. There's a lot of teams around here, but obviously there's teams everywhere around the U.S. and the North America. So, um, yeah, you go, if you're far away, you go bill it with them, so you just go live with another family. Yeah, you live with them, and then you can come home every now and then for, like, Christmas break. Maybe you'll have a week back at home. So it's kind of like the... A college, uh, like breaks, college breaks kind of thing. But right. uh, yeah, you're living in another family's house, and yeah, uh, it sounds like a fun experience. Yeah, it sounds wild. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Sounds, that sounds pretty fun. So now we'll get into the hockey questions. You had your first game uh, on Tuesday. It sounded like before we got on the air here, it was a little bit rough. Do you kind of want to walk me through kind of that first game and what happened and what you're taking into tonight's game, actually? Yeah, so uh, we have a lot of young guys, a lot of jitters. Um, it's crazy, crazy atmosphere down in Farmington or up in Farmington. So, um, and obviously we haven't had those fans there for a while. So it was, mm-hmm. it was crazy for us all. And um, yeah, with a lot of young guys, it was just a lot of simple mistakes that we can easily correct, which is good. And uh, yeah, it wasn't the end of the world. We just lost four two. So um, obviously we got to get the puck to the net more and just find the offensive stuff. And since there's a lot of young kids, we will uh, just need to like get better chemistry with each other. So, but it will it will come along for sure. Uh, what are the team's goals for this season? Obviously, last year's a little bit was pretty crazy. But what are your goals going into this season? Yeah, obviously uh, we got move sections. Uh, so now we're in Class A and Section One. Um, so that's a that's a very good thing for us. So hopefully. Or one of our biggest goals is obviously go up to St. Paul and play at the X in the mm-hmm. state tournament. But as of now, it's just just taking it one day at a time and one game at a time, and um, yeah, just just get better every day with a lot of young kids and a lot of a lot of talent on the team. We just gotta put the puzzle pieces in the right spot. Do you have any personal goals for yourself this season? Personal goal for myself, obviously, is just to have a, a good season. A good season can be defined as a lot of things. I just wanna. I do want to help produce, obviously, on the offensive <laughs> side, I guess. But uh, I want to help the younger kids get ready for their next year because I think we're losing eight seniors this year or something like that. That's, so that's, that's a tough. pretty big class for a, a team of 20. So uh, I want to make sure they're ready for when we're out of here. And I want to obviously go up to the X. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and you've talked a lot about how the, this team is pretty young. I mean, you have eight seniors, but you also have a lot of younger guys that haven't been in front of fans a lot. Are there any underclassmen that have kind of caught your eye early in the season that you're excited to watch grow throughout this year? Honestly, I don't have one in particular. I think there's a lot of lot of talent at the, a lot of young talent. Um, it's kind of weird because I I say it's younger, but we have a lot of sophomores, so they're not like eighth graders or freshmen. We have one freshman on the team this year, and then obviously a couple juniors on the team. But it's just kind of weird because obviously no fans last year, so it's. It's a new thing for a lot of people besides mm-hmm. the seniors, really. So, yeah, we're just adapting to it, and I'm 
I'm excited to see everyone grow throughout the year, oh, and hopefully yeah. everyone comes together and we'll make a good run. What are kind of some things that you guys are currently working on in practice right now? Obviously, you kind of had that shaky game. You said there are some things that you guys would be able to clean up, but what are kind of some of those things that you are cleaning up for tonight's game? Uh, just being just our systems, uh, more for, or harder on our four track, um, more more strong in our D zone, I guess you can say. Make sure you're in your position and not really trying to do somebody else. Worry about yourself before somebody else. And then obviously just breaking the puck out. It's something small, but you got to win the small board battles, and that obviously has a huge impact on the game. And then my final question for you, Spencer, what COVID-19 protocols are different this year than last year? So this year, uh, at least at Northfield, we don't have any. So um, yeah. Obviously, masks are, re- are not required. They're optional now. So, um, yeah, so we can pack the houses, obviously. I know a couple other rinks. Um, they're a little bit more strict on it, but I know a couple of rinks are the exact same as us. So I know some rinks you have to wear a mask, but it's unlimited attendance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's honestly it's a lot different, obviously. It's, it's coming back to normal, and that's obviously what everyone likes to see. Yeah, especially after last year when you had to wear your mask while you were playing the game, which I, from what I heard from you guys sounds just absolutely yeah. just really tough. So I'm glad that that stuff is kind of loosening up so you guys can just go out there and play, yeah, play your hearts out. It's more normal now. It's awesome. Definitely. Well, thank you, Spencer, for coming in today. I had a great time, and good luck this season. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. we got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. Attention Northfield Pharmacy patients. Following the recent sale, all Northfield Pharmacy patients have been transferred to Walgreens. It's your health and your choice on where you fill your prescriptions. Sterling Pharmacy offers the same great service you've been used to at Northfield Pharmacy, and we're only 900 feet from your old pharmacy. Call Sterling at 507-645-4455 or visit us at YourSterlingPharmacy.com to transfer your prescriptions today. We look forward to meeting you. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson. Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. Hi, Dr. Mike. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Do you have HSA dollars that you're looking at wondering, hey, what can I use these on? Did you know you can use HSA, HRA, and other health savings accounts to pay for your LASIK procedure? In addition, if you have a flex account, you can set aside money in your flex account for next year to use towards LASIK. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. Hey, good morning. 
Welcome back to a Raider Wrap right here on KYMN 95.1, the one and AM 1080 streaming on KYMNradio.net. At least we will be streaming. Tuesday night, Tuesday night, we're going to have boys hockey right here on KYMN. So the boys hockey team will uh, take on Fairbowl. I do believe that is going to be Fairbowl on, nope, that's today, that uh, Northfield Ice Arena at 4.30 today is Fairbowl. Then on Tuesday, uh, they'll travel, uh, Red Wing will travel here, rather. They'll be here on Tuesday night, December 7th. Uh, drop of the puck, it'll be at about 7.15 p.m. And we're going to have, not only are we going to broadcast it that night, but we believe we're going to be streaming video of that contest as well. We're going to have A.J. Reister out there along with myself. And uh, we're, we're, we're moving on to, to bigger and better here at KYMN. So an opportunity for you to not only hear the play-by-play on the radio, but you'll be able to actually stream it live and see the actual video of the contest. So that's something coming up on Tuesday night. We're trying something a little bit new and hopefully throughout the rest of the year we'll continue to expand and improve upon that. So I hope that you will join us on Tuesday night for Raiders Hockey right here on KYMN. Hey, the Winter Walk is on its way and it's right around the corner. Uh, December 9th is when the Winter Walk kicks it all off and that's going to be happening right here in Northfield. And then of course with the Winter Walk comes the Scavenger Hunt. Basically, there's an ornament uh, that they, they they have that it's a little four by six uh, snowflake looking uh, kind of an ornament, if you will. And uh, the first clue will be revealed at eight o'clock on Monday right here on KYMN. And then there'll be up to four clues revealed, one per day with the final clue on Thursday, December 9th, which is the winter walk. And the, that's the morning of the winter walk. And then the, uh, if the ornament isn't found by 5 o'clock on Thursday, the hunt will officially end. The location will then be revealed, and unfortunately there will be no winner. But I think you will probably figure it out with some of those clues. Um, the clues will be emailed to 95.1 the 1 uh, in the morning in the Northfield News Online and the Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce by 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock each morning of this event. Each will be asked to post to their websites, Facebook pages, and for KYM and radio to broadcast on air. The winner must be 18 years of age or older, although anyone is allowed to participate in the hunt. So it's always a fun time when they get going for that scavenger hunt, if you will, for the ornament and for the winter walk. That's all coming up uh, just next week. It's already here. It's already the fourth day of December already. Can you believe that? Uh, back in 1954, the first Burger King stand was opened in Miami by James McLemore with David Edgerton. 1954, the first one. Can you believe that? Wow, crazy. Back in 1956, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cass, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, they all gathered for the first and only time for a jam session at Sun Records in Memphis. That was the first and only time that those guys got together. And back in 65, the United States launched Gemini 7 with Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Frank Borman and Navy Commander James A. Lovell aboard on a two-week mission. Two weeks. While Gemini 7 was in orbit, its sister, Gemini 6A, was launched on December 15th in a one-day mission. The two spacecraft were able to rendezvous within one foot of each other. Wow. Talk about craziness, huh? In 1967, actor-comedian Burt Laird, some of you might remember this, who played the cowardly lion in The Wizard of Oz, died in New York at the age of 72. All the fun facts going on. Did you know what, I don't know if you knew this or not, but you know what today is? 
It's a national national rhubarb vodka day. Okay. Yep. Yep. If you when you're ready to get up off your 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 chair. Yep. I I can you believe it? There's a national rhubarb vodka day. Apparently, it's a thing. Uh, it started back in 2010. The Maple River Distillery in historic downtown Castleton, North Dakota were the ones who created the, the day and then started brewing rhubarb vodka. Ay ay ay. I didn't know that was a thing. Ay, it's tough enough just eating in the summer. Can you imagine? How, I, I guess how you're supposed to celebrate the today or how do you, you're supposed to honor National Rhubarb Day. Correct. You are correct. Drink some rhubarb vodka. Eight minutes before 11. Ray, hey, we got to still get caught up on the scoreboard. AJ, what do you got? Welcome to the Raider Scoreboard on the Raider app on KYMN 95.1. The one, I'm AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, and we have a full slate of games to go through today. So let's kick it off with some boys hockey who lost to the Farmington Tigers on Tuesday, 4-2. Farmington scored two in the first period and two more in the third. Camden Kaiser and Cole Merritt each had a goal for the Raiders. Keaton Wallach was in goal with 25 saves. On Friday, the Raiders beat Thief River Falls 3-1 in their home opener. Thief River's lone goal came in the third period. Camden Kaiser, Cade Monson, and Spencer Klotz each had a goal. Keaton Wallach was in goal once again with 31 saves. Today, the Raiders take on the Faribault Falcons at 4.30 at the Northfield Ice Arena. The girls hockey team on Tuesday lost to Lakeville North 3-2 in overtime. Maya Miller had both goals for the Raiders. Maggie Malko was in goal with 28 saves. On Thursday, the Raiders beat the Austin Packers 9-0. Ayla Puppy and Maya Miller both had a hat trick, while Emerson Garley, Isabel Steffs, and Kira Hoskins each had a goal. Maggie Malko was in goal with 9 saves. The girls basketball team kicked off their season on Thursday, beating the Faribault Falcons 77-43. The Raiders jumped out to a 42-21 lead at halftime and buried the Falcons in the second, scoring 35 while only giving up 22. Today, the Raiders take on Mankato West at 4 p.m. in Mankato. Some other competitions going on around the Northfield area today are the dance team traveling to Cannon Falls for an invitational and the wrestling team travels to Faribault for an invitational of their own. Thank you for listening to the Raider Scoreboard. Be sure to stay right here for more sports on KYMN 95.1, The One. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Attention Northfield Pharmacy patients. Following the recent sale, all Northfield Pharmacy patients have been transferred to Walgreens. It's your health and your choice on where you fill your prescriptions. Sterling Pharmacy offers the same great service you've been used to at Northfield Pharmacy, and we're only 900 feet from your old pharmacy. Call Sterling at 507-645-4455 or visit us at yoursterlingpharmacy.com to transfer your prescriptions today. We look forward to meeting you. 
Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson. Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. We are the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. We are also the home of an outstanding service department where we always guarantee to have the lowest prices on tires for all makes and models. We even beat online prices on the 13 major tire brands we sell. Guaranteed. So, if you're ready for extraordinary service, we're ready to serve. 7 to 5.30, Monday through Friday, and Saturday, 8 to 3. Now, with same-day installation on most vehicles. Go Raiders! From everyone at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3, Northfield. Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! Well, that's a wrap, boys and girls. Thanks for joining us for the Raider Wrap here on Saturday, December the 4th. Just 27 days left in the year. Thanks for our guest this morning, Paige Haley, for coming into the studio. As always, always wonderful to see her. And then uh, live on the phone, we had Paul Eddy from the girls' basketball team as they head to Mankato West today in a contest this afternoon. And uh, thanks again to Spencer Klotz, who joined our program, and A.J. Reister for putting together the sports scoreboard. With that, it's Jimmy LeDrew bidding you adieu. We'll see you next week. It's... uh, Going to get a little chilly out there over the period of the next couple days. We might see 35 today, but tomorrow night it's cooling off. And Monday, a lot of wind. 35 to 40 mile an hour winds tomorrow night and Monday. So take care. We'll see you next week. Keep listening to the Raider Wrap right here. Every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock on KYMN 95.1, The One.